Welcome to the Prodigal and the Priest podcast, a podcast about faith, sports, and two friends from different cultures. Here are your hosts, Joey Scansella and Father Paul Bechter. We really got to, uh, if you're going to be guest starring for a few episodes, we should uh, get that change. Well, if you want to be the priest, we can call it Beauty and the Priest. Beauty? Uh, I didn't just think about that. Me and Father Paul already talked about it previously. Beauty and the Priest? Mm-hmm. For me and him? No. Or you, you two were thinking <laughs> when about it. When it was doing. us two, we were going to ditch you <laughs> to make it competitive. No. So He's- just so people know, I always wanted a podcast with Marcy and me. Do you want to tell the full story? Go ahead. So Joey always wanted to have a podcast with us. He bought equipment, kept saying we had to do it. And then we never did it. Obviously, you would have known about it. But then whenever this one happened, he literally came to me as a friend and was like, I'm nervous. Father Paul wants to do this podcast with me. And every podcast has a smart person and a dumb person. And so if I do a Father Paul, I'll be the dumb person. And then I was like, so if we would have done a podcast, he wanted me to be the dumb person. I never said that publicly. You just (laughs) put your heart. That is what you thought. (laughs) Two and two together. (laughs) You just. (laughs) Well, we're going to show your worth today. We're going to answer some questions. You ready? Yes. Ready to start with the. I was teasing Marcy. There's like one for Father Paul here on the. uh, It could have been for you. Yeah, it was definitely for me. Did wait? Did you listen to last episode? I haven't listened to last week. Okay. Well, Cooper Mahalski. Uh huh. Shout out. Shout out. He uh he like tried to like question me on like philosophy being like here's a question but make sure to ask joey first and i <laughs> i actually knew some answers and he was like oh that was pretty good there you go so you want to comment on the uh, origin of jesus's y chromosome yes so in hebrew y chromosome is <laughs> sh- shalom. <laughs> no i don't there you go all right okay we'll start with some easy ones so um what what would you pinpoint as the moment of your conversion? Ooh. Well, it's ongoing metanoia, but <laughs> I just watched. Thank it. you, <laughs> Father Dave Favanka. All right, <laughs> that's my other translation: conversion, metanoia. That's true. Um, I think I pinpoint it to senior year, um, adoration, HSM retreat. It was Life Teen. Um, it was called Quo Vadis, which means where are you going? So the whole retreat was about where are you going in life? And it was also my senior year, last retreat. Mm. Um, so you're crying. I'm crying. I'm in like, adoration. I'm like, this last time I'm going to see this disco ball. And Shout out to anybody who's been to our <laughs> adoration nights. <laughs> There's a disco ball. Um, but I, I had, I, I like to say I had known Jesus for a while. I'd known of Jesus. I had a lot of friends that were friends with Jesus, but I think he was just very distant. And I desperately wanted to be close to him, but had no idea how. And I had all this hopes in this like magic adoration that if I like stood a certain way or kneeled a certain way, my life would be changed. Mm. And I also desperately wanted to belong and fit in, right? These like normal desires that the Lord put on our hearts, you know, to belong and to be known. Right. And so in high school, I made all these choices that I was like, oh, these people know me. I belong. I do all this cool stuff. Like I'll yeah. fit in. Yeah. Partying's fun. And so it obviously wasn't working and everything was coming to a crashing halt. Is that a phrase? Mm-hmm. Um, with high school ending. And I was like, where do I belong and who am I? Because my identity was so wrapped up in that. And so mm. um, Jesus clearly spoke to my heart and he was like, where are you going? And then I just opened my eyes and I was staring at adoration and it was 
there was a lot big moment of like this is truly Jesus in the Eucharist. It was just a it was a big moment of you're here. You do want to be my friend. And so I graduated. I stayed home. All my friends went off to college and I went to Oh, no, I can't think of it. North Lake here in Coppell. And so between classes, instead of sitting around because I had no friends, I would come to adoration. And our adoration chapel, for those that don't go here, is like two-tiered. There's like a room like a where you can make more noise and then the room where you're quiet. <laughs> is that really the two-tier? What's it for? I think it's for I thought it was for like kids to talk. Oh, I didn't think so. There's I just a know. weird door in a very small room. That is because the restroom is <laughs> over in that area. Because <laughs> you make noise like flushing. Yeah, anyway. Anyway. I would go in there and do my homework in that back room. And I was like, Jesus, you want to do homework with me? And I like wouldn't even pray. <laughs> I would just do my homework. And then I slowly kept moving up rows whenever just to get closer to that. And guy. eventually started praying. And eventually started praying. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. I would try. I told him I'd be like, this is my attempt. I don't know what to say. I was trying to be honest for the f- authentic for the first time. Yeah. Which I forgot to give credit. Credit. This was anonymous asking, um, <laughs> "What is your guy's conversion story?" So oh, good. Thanks, um, anonymous. Thanks. Yeah. What about no yours? one wants to put. N- excuse me. Many people. There's a few brave souls. Many people do not want to put their name, even just first name. Hmm. So just FYI, people. It says name. You don't have to put anything there. You can be anonymous or. You could put just your first name so we don't know. But anyway. Are they typing in anonymous or if they leave it blank? <laughs> it just Like people will type in names like anonymous, anonymous Joe. Yeah. Maybe you should give a prize for people that put their name if you want to know who they are. Joey will buy you whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Definitely not true. My conversion. Um, I think one of the biggest moments is when I um, went on our mission trip in high school um, to a place called Nazareth Farm in West Virginia in the Appalachian Mountains and just encountered the poor and poverty for the first time and just saw how happy they were and how much I had everything compared to them, air quotes, and they had so much more happiness. And it changed my life, mm-hmm. changed my life forever. Um. If I'm, I'm going to back up to um, a previous question that we asked me and Father Paul. Um, Wait, this is a re-question? Re-question just for you. Oh, okay. Um, if you weren't youth minister, communication person, mm-hmm. what was like dream job? I mean, I went to school to be a teacher. I think that was my dream job. Like anything though? Like not like, oh. you know, like a, yeah, like anything, like Okay, I really like dance, uh, like 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 music video dance person, or <laughs> like you talk dancer? about. I don't know. Is that so what they're called? Like any, yeah, backup dancers. J Lo fell in love and married her backup dancer. He's from her music video. Come a Rod. No, J Lo's been married like nineteen times. Oh, okay. I'm not trying to throw shade at J Lo. I love you. <laughs> if you're only, listening she's listening. <laughs> she's listening. Um. Okay, so you don't have like a talent for it. You just. Like, cause I don't, yeah, cause, yeah. Like, like so my, yeah. yeah, mine was like a fireman. Uh, like I grew up, like I wanted mm-hmm. to be a fireman, all that. Father Paul wanted to be an astronaut. Um, uh, you know, I also said like major league baseball player, or, you know, sports and all that. So I think I did really want to be a performer. I was in like drama for one year and had dreams of being something 
that could have been cool like what is it <laughs> a performer and what like i don't know well, i didn't have talent so i was like but I you're talking could've... like broadway yeah talking, oh i like, would have loved film? to musical theater i would have loved to do it i couldn't sing well enough or dance well enough <laughs> or act well enough but i loved it so you're almost there <laughs> so i'm a, practically that's what i do uh, but I think, guys, no, I'm going to stick with teacher. I really always wanted to be a teacher. I also really always wanted to be someone who would just hold other people's babies at the hospital. It's Is not a real a career. No, I dreamt it in my heart. I used to just be like, can't you just hold babies? I love holding babies. But now all my friends have babies, so I get to hold a lot of people's babies all the time. And your own. In in my arms? Oh, and my own. And your own. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Yeah. 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 But then she got big. She's not cuddly, so. Yeah. So. She kind of kicked me out to the with curb. the old. <laughs> yeah, she kicked me. She kicked me to the curb. <laughs> All right. Um, let's go here. Um, what's one spiritual reading you would recommend for any person in their spiritual journey? Anonymous. Wait, who asked the other question? Which one? You didn't shout out the second question person. I'll have to look. I'm stalling because uh, I don't know. It might have been Heather. Okay. I it might have been. I'm not sure if it was. If Thank it wasn't you, Heather. Heather. There you go. Okay. Spiritual book. Mm. There's a lot of good ones. Mm-hmm. I think the Bible. Yeah. Are we no. allowed to say that? <laughs> no, you're the not catechism? allowed to say that. Yeah, no. Also, don't read the catechism. <laughs> it's so... It's beautiful. It, it is. Certain I want to elements, pray through it. I haven't done ele- that. Certain elements. Um, you know, it all depends. I feel like there's yeah. different genres within spiritual readings. Like just based on like lives of the saints, you know, you have those. Based on like spiritual disciplines, you have those. I mean, some top books that have been really fruitful um, for me, I would say, are um, The Five Loves of JP2. I love that book. Um, there's a book by Jim Beckman that's like God Help Me. It's about prayer. Um, <clears throat> I know this sounds funny, but like when I was really little, there was this book I read that was called like Did Adam and Eve Have Belly Buttons? And it's like fi- 50 yeah, or 100 questions question. about the faith or something like that. Like those books I I love, I ate up. Um, but then there's like deeper books of like Peter Kreft like making sense of suffering like which was really good for me after like we experienced the loss of our daughter like i remember reading that and just yeah hitting us so mm-hmm. any top ones you've read over time i just realized i'm not a reader you for those were a lot of books that yeah. you read good i'm thing. not a reader either so yeah. <laughs> um i i can't tell if this is a cop-out but it keeps coming to my brain and my heart so i'm gonna say it so i think captivating or the so there's what are wild at heart stacy and oh uh, john and stacy eldridge eldridge they wrote two books about femininity and masculinity the male book is wild at heart women is captivating um wild at heart is just a hair better but captivating is really beautiful as well I don't know why Is that it? comes to mind. I hear a lot of women that have read both are like, meh. About what? Captivating? Yeah. I liked it. I thought it was really beautiful. Um, yeah. But then I also think of like anything from Jacques Philippe. They're not very long, but they're pretty deep. Mm. But I think it just depends on what they're looking for. I think for, I'm thinking from a high school level, I recommend Captivating and Wild at Heart because that's my peeps. Teens. Yep. Yeah, that's true. 
Have you done that? Um, what is it? It's like Blessed Are the Poor in Spirit one. Mm-mm. It's intense. Is it Jack Philippe? Oh. No, I'm blanking on who it is. I'll look it up. It might be. I don't know. Father Edwin gave it to me a long time ago. I guess when I was complaining about being poor youth minister. <laughs> He's like, here, read this. And then it's like, yeah, I'm rich youth minister. And I'm like, ugh, why'd you give me this book? So anyway, all right, next question. You need a drop that does that. That would be cool. Yeah. Could you make our drops? My voice? Yeah. Next question. I don't even know how to do that. <laughs> I mean, how to talk. I don't know how to make drops. Um. What is, let's see, how do you all go about supporting someone in a situation that they clearly, you clearly know is wrong, so your friend's living in sin, how do you support them without condoning it? What is the line there? You know who asked this? Who? Anonymous. Oh, Anonymous. I'm going to see you after mass. That's a hard question. That's an appropriate one to be anonymous. That's a tough thing. It's a tough thing. I mean, this is tough. We get this a lot mm-hmm. as youth ministers. And it, well, so let's just go personal, right? Okay. Like I'm not asking for names or that, but has there ever been something mm-hmm. with a friend where you said, here's my piece. This is as far as I'll go. I'm here. I'm always here if you need it, but I like kind of, I can't, I can't watch you like throw away anymore. Mm-hmm. But then people's other thing is like, well, is that what Christ would do? He went after the lost sheep, this, you know, but Jesus also spoke truth, right? John yeah. six, he was like, unless you eat this bread, like, this is my body. And yeah. Like, left. and then people left. He didn't say, wait, I'm just kidding. JK, LOLs, lols. It just meant like my body. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) He didn't do that. Um, People are like, when's Father Paul got me wrong? Seriously. (laughs) These questions, I'm like, we're going to get through 100 because I'm like, I don't know. Um, (laughs) Yeah, normally we get get through three because of Father Paul's long-windedness. And I I tend to be a little bit drawn out as Mm -hmm. well at times, but... Me and you were like, all <laughs> right, yeah, this is my like, book. We're, we're, we're about to, uh, we're about to run out of questions, but no, <laughs> we'll just ask each other questions. Yeah. Um, I, yes, I've experienced that and I've done it with, you know, closer relationships. And I think relationships that aren't as close, but people that I love and value, you know, and even just like some teenagers that I talk to that I'm in relationship with a friendship. Um, it's hard because... I mean, what's the line for you? Of What do I say? What's my no, boundary? No, 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 no. Yeah, what's like? What's the boundary to be like, this is kind of as far as like... I hate to say walk with that person because you're always walking with them. But like, at what point do you say like, I can't... I, I can't be their savior. I can't continue, you know? Yeah. I've Well, I think it's like if the person is in friendship with me that I don't agree with what they're doing and it's like, do they want me to celebrate what they're doing mm. or are they coming in relationship with me as like, I, I can't stop doing this and I'm looking for help. I want to stop. Not even if they want to help from me. Right. I think if it's just like I'm living this lifestyle and I want you to celebrate it, that my, that's my line um, where I love you. I want to be friends with you 
I want the best for you. So do you think that word can really exist then? Because I feel like you have a lot of friends. I'm not saying I don't have a lot of friends, <laughs> but you're more friendly <laughs> than me <laughs> and nice, approachable, kind, <laughs> whatever words you want to conjure up here. Um, but you have people from like pre-conversion, mm-hmm. post-conversion, mm-hmm. church friends, non-church friends, mm-hmm. like... And I know people that you're like, oh, this is like one of my best friends, absolutely love her, you know, and you have no common denominator. Like they don't believe what you believe. Like, how does that work? I don't know. I I can't really, you know, like my best friend, Josh, I'm like, yeah, we have same belief. Like we have differences, difference of opinions, but like, it's like, no, the important thing of like Jesus Christ and the church and different things like we're united on that. Like, how do you, how do you balance that? I, I'm thinking of a specific friend, very specific friend who, um, Jordan, your <laughs> <my> husband, husband. <laughs> very close friend, super, live with them. Super close. <laughs> he's obsessed with me. No, he's not. Um, the, that we, I mean, there is no belief in God. I don't know what sh- they categorize themselves as agnostic or atheist. Um, uh, has lived with her boyfriend for many years and we just, and she's a good friend from high school. We don't see each other or talk every day or see each other a lot, but I do care very deeply for her and I would consider her a good friend. And when we do see each other at things, it's at like bachelorette weekend getaways, you know, things where we're ex- like extended conversations. And I think we have really beautiful conversations because she is open to what I say. She doesn't think that I'm, she doesn't make me feel stupid or dumb. Like usually she can see the true truth, beauty, and goodness in however I'm living. And she is just a very smart human and has a beautiful heart for art and literature. And so we have really great conversations that we can come to a common denominator. And even in the way that she's living her life with her live-in boyfriend and the way they are in relationship it is not marriage and she's not asking me, do I think it's right or wrong or anything of the sort? But if, as she talks about their relationship, I'm like, Oh, if you would just know Jesus and get like, I think there's just something that would just like explode in her of goodness. But, um, do you think it gets complicated with our kids getting older? Those friendships Mm. or like, like, do you have any qualms being like, yeah, here's, my good friend and her live-in boyfriend to Lucy. Yeah. Uh, this, this friend I'm thinking of particular doesn't live here. So our, our, but it does. Yeah. It gets tricky. It gets tricky before there's like an age of understanding. I feel like there would be a point that I could have conversations or I hope to parent in a way that for Lucy, she understands that, that we're, we, the combos and are going to make decisions because we love and serve the Lord in our house this way. And this has been revealed to us and we're in obedience to how God has revealed this truth to us. So I hope that when she looks out at those differences and those different relationships, so we can talk about that openly. Yeah. Um, that they aren't. But that's something then again that I, Nikki and I talk about all the time is like, what's that line as well? At some point there's a line for us to be like, our number one thing is to get our kids to heaven. Mm-hmm. And if this compromises right. getting them to heaven, then we're going to have to say something as a family. Yeah. And I think, I mean, not, and I don't mean say something to that person necessarily. Cause they probably already know what I say because I'm a loud mouth, but yeah. you know, like 
for for the sake of our kids salvation yes and i think that changes our friendships too i want lucy to be around examples that are pursuing jesus christ with passion and fervor and so hence her really holy and godmother nikki godmother nikki (laughs) and godfather I want her to call you just the Godfather. That's my hope. I'm like trying to like play with names. I'm like, is she going to call you Uncle Joey? You're not just Joey. Tio. No, and not <laughs> Theo in Spanish. But I think I want her to call you the Godfather. It just like represents like a level of respect. Godfather. Yeah, I can't do it. I can't offer you, can't refuse. <laughs> That's like every time you see her. But yeah, I think it changes friendships. Those are the people that I want to spend time with and be around and be in relationship with. Yeah. Um, and I, once again, said it all last episode, say it this time, pray. Yeah. Uh, but, but like really, intercede for that person by name. Yes. Yes. Offer Every masses. Day. Offer masses. Big things. Offer St. Michael the Archangel prayers, like mm-hmm. novenas, whatever. I, I throw the whole kitchen sink at it. Whatever mm-hmm. you got. Like, come on, people. Like our example is St. Monica. Mm-hmm. What was it? 39 years she prayed for her son. I can't So sometimes... your computer's dead so it's true (laughs) um but like sometimes i i I often think that we're like well i mean i did pray for a while right like okay let that be living proof this woman is a saint because of the fervor she prayed with for her child's conversion Mm -hmm. and also she was probably a holy like moral upstanding person but like that's what she's known for right and sometimes I'm like, yeah, I prayed about it for like a hot second, but it didn't come true. Mm-hmm. I, I'm preaching to the choir myself. Yeah. You know, like it's like, have I prayed for those conversions? Have I prayed for those hearts to be opened and changed? And have I prayed, and you know this from living with my family, like, you know, I think my biggest thing with walking with people is being able to put out of the back of always me being ready to give the response to be like, here, but here's the answer said like okay shut up listen mm-hmm. just listen just listen you don't have to give the answer just listen and i love that I th- we learned that in a training or something at a staff something or other wow about, that was profound yeah <laughs> somewhere someone told us in hebrew <laughs> uh, it was <laughs> um is what was i saying oh that point of listening just listening how often yeah. are we thinking of the next thing we're going to say and you were saying like what's the line for you know, when are you going to be like, I can't save this person? Are you calling on the Holy Spirit in every conversation? I mean, if it's that desperate, I can't even remember the full question now, but if it's that hard of a situation, every conversation is so crucial. Are you calling on the Holy Spirit and being like, Lord, however you want to serve me, speak truth, convert this heart. Like I will do it, but you have to do it through me because I'm powerless. Yeah pray you want to end on a sports question yes i watched sports last night in preparation for this did you what what did you watch the raiders versus the game who did they play (laughs) i watched it the new orleans saints the saints yes where are the raiders from oakland california used to be they moved that was their new stadium salt lake city las vegas Vegas. (laughs) this is our favorite game Pick a city and I'll name a sports team from it. I can do it. <laughs> do should we tell our just before the last question? Should we tell our listeners about like when I knew that um, I like our best. friendship was going to fall apart because Stop. of like <laughs> sports? Yes, which is it, which is pretty like it's interesting. Like 
we don't hold common ground in that at all. Mm-mm. Like you could, you come in and be like, oh, what are you watching? And I'm like, oh, you know, the world badminton. I'm already, I've already stopped listening. I asked yeah. the question to yeah. be nice. Usually, yes. And like how many times did you come in and I was watching something and it was sports? Oh, every time. Nikki would turn the TV on and be like, I'm going to turn the game on for Joey. The game was the phrase. And I'm like, I didn't matter what it was. I mean, sometimes it literally was like tennis or like soccer. And I was like, he's super into the game on soccer. Like everything was the game. Yeah. And I knew that you weren't into the game when I, I remember it was one of our first ever conversations. Me living there, probably like night one or two. And right? yeah, there was, we were watching a baseball game mm-hmm. and there was like, an argument on the field about a call, like a dispute. Mm-hmm. And you turned to me in all seriousness. I stand by this. <laughs> and said, Is there an umpire protection program? <laughs> <laughs> Is there an umpire protection program? And I was thinking because people get so into sports that if like an umpire makes the wrong call, like there's people that are betting money on it. There's people that lives depend on it. Like, do they threaten the empire, umpires, empires, umpires? The empire. And I think the answer is true. And other sports. Maybe people, you can write in on our questions and ask <laughs> this. Is there an umpire protection right. program? And it was valid because of like, I think it was Brazil in a World Cup or some soccer game. The refs like lives were threatened because of their calls. I believe it. I'm va- it's valid. I thought you were going to say whenever I. Called. Oh, I was going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> and however, also you said, instead of saying there are uniforms, you referred to them as outfits. Yeah. The Seahawks, Seattle Seahawks are still my favorite team because they're outfits. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll ask this last question. Okay. Will the U.S. men's soccer team win a World Cup in the next 20 years? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, you heard it here first, <laughs> folks hot take from us i actually though did ask that because big time that you can yeah but the world cup but the world cup only comes around every four years oh so we're talking five world cups five world cups for the u.s and they're not usually in the final i I feel like because we have you can follow this logic like our athletes in the united states are are pooled to so many different sports right true compared to a country like brazil yeah which is everyone like, plays soccer yeah any like their best athletes are soccer players mm-hmm. they're called football football <laughs> yeah <laughs> which means soccer yes i soccer i did i loved high school marcus high school marcus shout out. high school soccer stalkers we were national champions in 2007 state champions in 2008 back-to-back state championship titles i love soccer there you go so, so uh, knowing as much you, as you do about soccer mm-hmm. <laughs> You see the United States winning one. Yeah, if they have some of the Marcus Football Club, that's what we're called, Marcus FC. If they some of those guys get on that national team, we're gonna right. take it to the house. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that, folks. Now that we've lost all our subscribers, uh, we thank you for joining Prodigal and the Priest. I'm Joey Scancella for Marcy Combo saying take care and God bless.